Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So many times on this channel, I've talked about when the real shortages kick in. And I've used lumber and uh, the bullwhip effect as my examples of this scenario that I find may be happening and actually is happening throughout the rest of the economy or definitely in different areas of the economy. Now, if you're not familiar with the bullwhip effect, this is where there's obscurities through the distribution, through the manufacturing, through the retail, that not all the players within this game can see. And so they don't know exactly what level they need to be at in order to have a free-flowing you know, distribution of whatever manufactured goods all the way through into the retail. And so what ends up happening is you end up with oversupply, undersupply, and then these wild swings in prices and stuff like that. And lumber was a great indicator of this exact scenario taking place, where we had a huge shortage taking place during 2019, not just during COVID, but throughout 2019. That left very little inventory within the market. And when the stimulus checks came out, it zapped a lot of that inventory that was out there, leaving very little out there for the builders to buy. And that inelastic demand really shot the prices up as the mills had a heck of a time trying to redistribute lumber back into the distribution networks when you had the COVID lockdowns happening at the same time. <clears throat> so when this started taking place, the mills really started producing a lot of lumber but it couldn't get through the distribution network. And so as that problem of getting lumber to the actual buyer had issues with the transportation and trucking and rails and everything else that was going on, the prices continued to climb as the inventory levels continued to build. Well, once the distribution network was reestablished and that lumber could freely flow through the, through the system again, the prices immediately crashed, which shut all the mills down, which, depleted inventory again, which shot the prices back up. And this sort of scenario is playing out over and over again. Well, right now we are sitting in a situation with lumber where the prices have come down quite a bit and the mill curtailments have ramped up quite dramatically. The price of lumber has not moved back up, but yet the inventory level keeps depleting, right? It keeps getting smaller and smaller. This is on account of the lack of demand that's happening out there due to the fact of the high interest rates and the new home starts coming down, right? So there's less homes being, you know, getting started due to the fact that there's less home buyers out there. And if there's less home buyers out there, then you're probably going to have less demand for lumber. And with less demand for lumber, you're going to have the distribution network start to deplete itself as why would you be producing something that nobody's buying, right? So now this is the situation that's happening with lumber. Now you can find it happening in all kinds of stuff. Take a look at the article I leave down in the description. We've already talked about the pork producers and it's getting worse for them. During COVID, there was such a high demand for pork, right? All these people are at home, locked down, thinking that they weren't going to be able to get anything and they're like hoarding up on food. And, you know, there's this huge demand for pork taking place. At the same time, they had like lockdowns of meat supply or meat packing plants and everybody's getting sick and they had to shut these things down, which made the distribution of pork through the system very difficult and the prices ran right through the roof. Well, when the prices go up, people ramp up investment going into these particular industries in order to take advantage of those high prices. And once they ramp up production, then all of a sudden they find themselves that they are oversupplied. And that's where the pork producers are finding themselves right now. So very interesting, like what happened back in the lumber industry, like up in the British Columbia area, is that when prices back in 2018 had run up to 650 per thousand, 
what the government did had done up there is that they were in salvage mode allowing these mills to buy logs incredibly cheap due to the fact that the government had lowered the stumpage fee now the stumpage fee is an input cost going to the mills it's the tax that they basically charge the loggers to cut down the trees well during the salvage mode when the infestation of beetles was up there they had the stumpage fees very low so the input cost going to the mill was like very low and the and the price that they were selling their lumber for was quite high well when the lumber supply was <clears throat> another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply pretty much had filled the distribution network up in 2018 and we saw that all these mills started shutting down at the same time the stumpage fees had gone up okay so think about this for just a minute the lumber mills right who have been making lumber at you know quite a high price 500 600 per thousand had an input cost that was really low they were doing quite well during that time but then the exact flip happened right the prices of lumber had gone down but the stumpage fees had adjusted to the higher prices that the mills were getting the six months earlier and so now all of a sudden they had input costs that were quite high and the price that they were getting for their lumber was very low and then they just couldn't handle business anymore and this is the reason why a lot of these mills were shutting down throughout 2019 well the pork producers are suffering from the exact same thing right now they were getting a high price for their pork during the time when you know covid lockdowns were kicking in and you know everybody was like you know wanting to invest into the pork producers i'm not saying everybody wanted to but like the demand for pork started moving up investment going into a product that you know that is higher priced during the covid lockdowns well right now what do they experience right well the demand for pork has come down quite a bit right so the price of pork is not nearly as much as it was when they had you know like it was a few years ago and at the same time, the input cost is quite high due to all the breakdown of the distribution network and high labor costs and transportation fees and everything else that goes with it. So the input cost is up and the price is down very much like it was in the British Columbia area back in 2018. What do we see right after that in, in from the British Columbia area? Extreme shortages in lumber. Right? So what could we expect possibly coming from pork? extreme shortages coming from the pork producers as why would they produce more pork if they are not getting the price from it and the cost going into it is just too expensive and their profits are just diminished right no no new investment why would you why would you do that it's just like you know intuitively it wouldn't make sense now if you go against that theory and you're like yeah why would i do that and you actually do it, you're actually gonna be producing pork during a time when nobody else is, because right now, why would you be producing pork when the profit is so low? You see where I'm kind of getting at on this? This is really what's funny about you know following the economy, is that if you were to actually 
do a lot of stuff that is counter to what is happening, you would find that in a few months, six months, a year down the road, you would be positioned in a, in a way that nobody else was. Whether it's the right move or not, you know, that depends on time, you know, to figure that one out. But that's what's going on here. Look at the other article about the, um, like, the ports in L.A. Like, they're talking about how these ports, who at one time were just crammed with as many containers as could possibly be there with hundreds of ships parked out the coast and the demand for like containers to be moved off the ports was just huge right they wanted to bring in national guard and they hire all kinds of truckers and all kinds of stuff to get these containers moved now they're to a point where they don't even know if they can operate right that i mean there's so little coming into these into these ports they're thinking and being you know these containers are being distributed around to other other ports now they're, they're like man we're like running really low on business here not nearly what we had anticipated from a year ago right so now all of a sudden business is falling off a cliff I mean, and all the residual that comes from it. I mean, think about it, like all the truckers, all the people who work there, all the people who have all the businesses that are, are around that to facilitate all that happening, all the repair shops, all the, you know, all the, even like, you know, the diners and different things like that. There's all these little tiny businesses that rely on the fact that there is as much business happening at those ports as it is. I mean, it's the new money coming in. You got to think about it like that. Yeah. Okay. Uneducated economist, you let me know.